AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I Welcome to We Knows Parenting. I'm Beth Newell, and Peter is not with us right now. He took Maven to the dentist, and we're trying to tag team the podcast today to get you some content before we head out of town. So um, you just have me right now. Um, Peter suggested that I do what we did last time this happened and record on our own, but he thought similar to last time I should spend my half of the podcast talking about things I like about Peter um, and say nice things about him. And I decided, you know what? I'm not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> I uh, Not that I don't have nice things to say about him, but, uh, you know, who wants to do that on command, on demand? Um, but I did want to talk about something, which is um, I had sort of a cool – uh, interaction this week. I, I went out after work with some coworkers, and uh, I was talking to one of my coworkers about a guy she's seeing, and I was uh, probably being pretty sexual about a <laughs> about the hot priest on the TV show Fleabag that I admire. And the woman next to me at the bar introduced herself. Um, I guess she was. <laughs> Uh, won over by our sexual discussion and she 
uh, is a sex therapist, which is really cool. And she is also a mom. So she was giving me some book recommendations for talking to your kids about sex and body parts. And um, hopefully she doesn't mind. I'm going to share some of her recommendations with you because I thought this was really cool. Um, And she, so she sent me an email and she gave me a little bit of a disclaimer here. So the first half of the books she recommends are for reading to or with your kids or letting them read. And the second half is books for you to read in order to understand how to talk to your kids about sex. So um, she gives a little bit of a disclaimer at the top, which is that she says, the Peter Mayle books, M-A-Y-L-E, are still some of my favorite, even though they are slightly outdated, because they have great illustrations and are so very open. The outdated part is the lack of diversity in gender orientation and sexual orientation. Um, So I think, yeah, just a word to the wise, when when it comes to dealing with this stuff, I find with topics like these, you know, our uh, publishing is not always up to speed with the, sorry, I thought Peter was walking in the door, but he's not. Um, So with topics like these, you know, sometimes our education and publishing is not quite up to date with the current state of things in the world. So I think it is good to sort of do your own research and maybe supplement some of these actually um, have a mom friend, Betsy Stover, who has her own podcast, Why Mommy Drinks, and she has just started an Instagram account where she's using a label maker to correct the uh, gender terms in different books. So, she, for example, she'll change something like policeman to police officer. Um, and I think that's cool. So... Um, Anyway, here, let me get back to the list of books that uh, that this woman recommended to me. So, again, these are the books for reading to your kids or giving to your kids to read. The first one is Where Did I Come From by Peter Mayle. That is uh, a bit of a guide to, you know, sperm, egg, how babies are made. Um, I just ordered it, so I haven't looked at it yet. The second is What's Happening to Me by Peter Mayle, and that, I believe, is more focused on puberty. She also recommends It's So Amazing by Roby Harris, Sex is a Funny Word by Corey Silverman, It's Perfectly Normal by Roby Harris, which is for children ages 8 to 10, What's Happening to My Body, Book for Boys, Revised Edition, What's Happening to My Body, Book for Girls, and Both by Linda Madaris and Aria Madaris. So then the list of books that she recommends for parents to read to themselves is The Naked Truth About Sex, A Guide to Intelligent Sexual Choices for Teenagers and 20-somethings by Roger Libby, Sex and Sensibility, The Thinking Parent's Guide to Talking Sense About Sex by Deborah Hoffman, Everything You Never Wanted Your Kids to Know About Sex But Were Afraid They'd Ask uh, by, Richardson, uh, by Richardson and Schuster. Um, so those are there if you guys want to... Uh, investigate on your own. Uh, Maybe we can post this to our Facebook page for you guys. And um, yeah, I thought that was cool. You know, we're uh, we're sort of just starting this journey (laughs) of talking about sex and bodies to our kids. As you know, uh, the discussions have been more poop focused in our household, but we're going to get there. Um, One cool thing I I (laughs) noticed talking to this woman is, is similar to one of our listeners who wrote in a couple months ago is she said that she, you know, tries to use really correct 
terminology for body parts with her daughter, and so she tries to use the term vulva instead of vagina, um, which I, as you guys may remember <laughs> in the last podcast, I'm still struggling a little bit to wrap my head around how I'm going to just casually use the t- term vulva because, um, well, y- there is something to be said for people being on the same page, but I really appreciate it, and it's start- I think it's starting to... Uh, it the you know the more people you encounter who are doing a certain thing, the more normalized and easy it is to uh, imagine yourself doing. So I'm getting there. Um, I think once we have these books and we have something tangible, and it's not just me in the bathroom trying to point to my daughter's vulva and explain what it is, it will feel less awkward. So I'm excited for these book recommendations. Um, really grateful I ran into her. It was very cool. <laughs> Oh, hello, it's me, Peter McNerney, joining the podcast midway through. Took Maven to the dentist. Her teeth are doing great. First time, she nailed it. Um, And boy, solo, double solo episode. In my defense, my idea was not, hey, Beth, let's just say nice things about me. This was from a listener who wrote in who had just... Just got to that part in our in our show where we did the Beth hijacks the podcast episode, which um, was all about my faults, uh, of which I uh, owned up to, and um, we had a lot of tense episodes between myself and my wife in those times, and this listener was really stressed out by it, and he wanted us to um, say nice things about each other, and I thought that was funny and fun, and yeah. I love hearing people say nice things about me, so I suggested that. I thought there was a really small chance that Beth would actually do it. Do you know what? I was right. Um, But I just wanted to give that a little bit of context so you all don't think I was just like, oh, hey, why don't you just be say nice things about me? That's almost entirely true, but it was somebody else's idea. Anyway, we're going on vacation this weekend, so we're going to be gone. And we can't record at a regular time. So we have to record at a very weird time, the middle of the day when, oh, the building decided to uh, wash all the carpets in the hallway. So I don't know if you can hear the industrial-sized fan that's going on outside. Uh, so Beth just did a section, and um, I'm going to do a, a, a segment here. And then Beth has another segment uh, later. So, so this segment I actually did with our lovely children. Um, so forgive the the recording quality because the kids are constantly playing with stuff and the desk and the pens and the mic. But you know what? It's funny and it's uh, cute. So the idea for this segment came from a listener, Matthew, who uh, recently we read his email. He created a tournament style uh, a game to play with his uh, child uh, where he had his son... Uh, decide which was better between different things and had sort of a tournament of stuff. Um, So I decided to try this with Bryn and Maven a little bit. And um, unsurprisingly, uh, it didn't go the way we planned. Please enjoy. Would you knows what's better? Okay, well, here's how it it works. I'm going to say two things, okay? This is called your favorite things. Okay, so I'm going to name two things. And Bryn, your job is to tell me which one is better, okay? Bryn, what is better? Ice cream or mommy? 
Neither one? Neither one. It's a tie? Okay. What's better, daddy or farts? Farts. Oh, okay. So farts wins over daddy. Great. Okay, cool. What's better, TV or skating? TV. TV. Okay. All right. You know what? You spelled TV with TV? Yeah. It's an abbreviation. It's short for television. All right. What's better? Uh, daddy. Nice sunglasses, Maven. Cool. What's better, bra uh, Braven? M Brim. <laughs> What's better, sleeping or dinner time? Sleeping. Oh, okay. What's better, naps or pre-K? Pre-K. All right. Why is, why is it better? Because it's so good to do. I do too much things first, and I get to eat candy. At pre-K, you get to eat candy? Sometimes. Oh, wow. All right, what's better, pools or the beach? Pools. Why do you like pools better? Because beaches don't exist. Oh, that's a fair point. Okay, what's better, Allie or dinosaurs? Dinosaurs. Ooh, sorry, Allie. All right, what's better, Allie's dog, Daisy? Or the color pink? The color pink. Mm-hmm, good choice. Okay, what do you like more, drawing or singing? Allie. You like Allie better than drawing and singing? Yeah. Oh, okay, she made it into the second round. What do you like better, sports or Maven? Maven. Oh, that's good. And sports. Oh, they both win? Don't touch that, Mimi, because that's recording. Um, okay. Hi. Hi. It's recording. All right, Bryn, what's better, taking a bath or poop? Taking a bath and poop. You like them both? Yeah. All right, well, it's sort of, which one's better? Both. <laughs> both, okay. What's better, going on a hike or pizza? Pizza and going on a hike. Well, no, which one, they're both good, but which one's better? Both of them are better. Hmm, okay. All right, what, here's one more, ready? What's better, story pirates or pizza? Story pirates. Oh, okay, story pirates made it. And I'm gonna see if, if, if we didn't do one. Okay, set. that's round one. So, so, so if we say which one's the least, then you plug on. Okay, so here's the question now. Which is better, Story Pirates or going on a hike? Uh, no. You need to say which, what, which one is the least. Which one do you like less? Is that the question? Yeah. Okay, which one do you like less, Story Pirates or going on a hike? Pizza. <laughs> That's not an option. Pizza's already been eliminated. Okay. But it doesn't have the word pizza. I know because Story Parts beat pizza, and so Story Parts moves on, and pizza does not. So this yes, is it does. this is round two here. See that? All right. Next one. Ready? What's better, taking a bath or poop? Daddy. 
Daddy, that you already eliminated Daddy. You picked farts over Daddy. Okay, so what's better, ice cream or mommy? What would you rather have? Ice cream and mommy. Oh, they both win again. All right. So now, what's better, farts or TV? Farts and TV. I'll ask Maven. Maven, what do you like more? Do you like farts or TV more? Farts and TV. Oh, you guys, you can't just keep doing both. All right, Bryn, what do you like more, sleeping or pre-K? Sleeping and pre-K. No, that's not how the rules work. You're breaking the rules. All right, I'm going to try one more time. What's better, dinosaurs or swimming pools? Dinosaurs and swimming pools. No! No! You can't do both. Brent, uh, Maven, this one's for you. This is gonna be really hard. Maven, which do you like more? Allie or the color pink? Allie. <gasps> and oh, pink. oh, I heard Allie. Allie wins. No, pink. Oh, and pink? Ah. <laughs> oh. Wait, okay, you can't eliminate anything except you eliminated daddy. The only things you eliminated were skating, daddy, dinner time, naps, the beach. Uh, Daisy and drawing and pizza. Everything else is still in play. All right, should we do Bryn? What's better, Maven or poop? Maven and poop. No, <laughs> you've ruined the game. All right, are we done with the game? No. All right, so what? What's of all the things mentioned? Which one is the best thing? Everything's the best. Everything wins. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining us for What's Your Favorite Thing? Bryn, did you enjoy being on the show? With both. <laughs> Maven, did you enjoy being on the show? With both. No! Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. 
We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Okay, welcome to What's Your Favorite Thing. Welcome back to What's Your Favorite Thing. I'm going to ask it, Daddy. Daddy. Yeah. What's Oh, but didn't he say Dad and Maven? What's your favorite thing, Daddy or Maven? Hmm, I like Maven more. No, say Maven and Daddy. Oh, Maven and Daddy. Who, I, who, who could choose? <laughs> <laughs> You're breaking the rules. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's the next question? Do you like numbers or scissors? Say, um, say. I like both numbers and scissors. Ah, oh, you're breaking the rule. No, no, <laughs> Sorry. you ask. All right, Bryn, what do you like better, tickles or tickles? Tickles and tickles. No, you can't do that. You can't do it. <laughs> but though, but you said the same thing. That's why I did it. All right, Maven, do you want to host now? Yes. All right, you guys say hi. Welcome to the sh- welcome to what's your favorite? Welcome. What's your favorite? Okay. Hi. It's good to be here. Ask me a question. Hi. What's your plastic? What's my plastic? No. What's your plastic? You gotta give me two options. You gotta say what's better, this or this. Pick two things. What's your um 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 um. Maven's asking a question. Go ahead, Maven. Say it again. Yeah. Do you like poops or bananas? Poop or bananas? Um, I like them both. Ah, you're breaking the rules. Oh, no. I'm so sorry. All right, ask me another question. Um, do you like um poops or, or apples? I like poops and apples. Ugh, you're breaking the rules. Oh, no. Oh, Bryn, you got your diary out. All right, we're moving on to a new section called What's Your Diary? Why is everyone grabbing the microphone? It's going to sound crazy. This recording's a disaster. All right, uh-oh. All right, Bryn, what's the question? You're just writing in your diary? A 19? Ooh, good job. All right, you want to ask? I'm 14! Ah! Oh, it's 2014 on this calendar now. 2014, 2014, 20. All right, Bryn, the question is, what is your dream job? We've moved to Bryn's journal. The question is, what is your dream job? Let me see. Daddy. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm going to write your, your line. Yeah, don't touch the microphone. It's recording us. Daddy, yeah. what's your dream job? My dream job I is being... Nymphs, honey. What? I'm Honey. Your name's Honey? 
No. <laughs> uh, my dream job uh, is... Say is, uh, uh, books. My dream job really is books. Yes, it is. Books. I know how to draw books. I, mean, I know how to draw the word books. You mean write the word books? Write the word books. Okay. Well, first letter is correct. I'm not going to fall. I'm just going on to Okay, B O O. Oh my gosh, Brent, I think you are to... writing it correctly. I'm gonna hold on. Okay. What's the last letter for books? I'm gonna hold on to. No, I will hold on. I'm. Dad! I don't need help. Books. I'm not touching you. I'm not holding you. All right. Well, I think our game show is pretty much over. Oh, you're balancing on my knee? Yes. All right, Maven, do you want to say anything to the fine listeners before we go? You want to say bye-bye? Let them know anything? Bye-bye. Brynn, you want to say bye-bye? Hi, Ian. Bye-bye. Bye-bye! Well, and this has been Would You Would You Knows How to Play a Game Maven. with a Three and a Four Year Old? To work, Maven, work in what's progress. What's your dream job? What's your okay. What's your dream job, Maven? Okay, I'll put these on. Put your sunglasses on. Mm. All right. What's your dream job? Side number. Side number. <laughs> no side bember. Side bember. Mm-hmm. Is that a month? Yes. Oh, her dream job is Cybember. All right. Thanks for joining us. I hope this made sense. Bye. Okay. This next segment is called We Knows News. This is where we talk about parenting-related stories in the news. Um, I wanted to talk about this story from, it's, it's over a month old, but I think it's still relevant and I've been meaning to discuss it. It's from The Cut and it's called Mom versus Dad on the Road to 2020, um, by Rebecca Traster. And this, uh, I guess the subtitle here was, What Changes When the Presidential Field is Full of Mothers? And I thought this article was really interesting. It's just sort of talking about this new dynamic that's happening in our presidential race where we have a lot of not not just women in the race, but specifically moms. And um, it's sort of talking about the different dynamics that moms have in the public eye versus dads. And um, she talks a little bit about how the expectations for dads are – lower there's always a double standard for women and you know the historically when men enter the race being dad is a huge pro for them they get to parade their kids around and whereas you know women are judged harshly for everything particularly motherhood and it puts them sort of under the spotlight um and she, you know she she alludes a little bit to this gaffe that has been coming up recently where at the beginning of his campaign, Beto O'Rourke made a comment about how his wife is raising their lovely children sometimes with his help, uh, he jokes, and um, about, I think, uh, how that comment came off pretty tone deaf in 2019 when uh, I don't think women want to 
be perceived as the only ones in charge of parenting. Um, So I'm going to read a little bit of an excerpt from this article. She says, The tight knot for women in politics and perhaps in life has been, will always be this— Everything associated with motherhood has been coded as faintly embarrassing and less than, from mom genes to mommy brain to the resistance. And yet to be a bad mom has been disqualifying. And to not be a mom at all is to be understood as lacking something. Gravity, value, femininity. Just this month, Tucker Carlson wondered about New York Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez whether... Someone who's never even raised children gets the right to lecture me about morality, as if parents are given a moral compass upon the birth of a child. Fatherhood for male politicians so far has, for the most part, worked only as a bonus. It's been a way to show off the shiny white teeth of a strong gene pool and an escape hatch from a job you're getting fired from in order to spend more time with your family. It's been a way for powerful men to signal respect for women without evincing femininity themselves. They're fathers of daughters, folks. At its best, presenting publicly as a committed father has offered an opportunity for men who otherwise cast themselves as tough and authoritative to demonstrate their tender side. Uh, So I wanted to talk a little bit about um, my thoughts on how having moms in the race uh, affects things and what excites me about that. Um, So I I believe the main candidates we have who are moms right now are Elizabeth Warren, Kirsten Gillibrand, and Kamala Harris is a stepmom. And so, I I mean, I think it's been pretty obvious if you're following closely uh, Elizabeth Warren's policies and her stories about why government matters to her, heavily influenced by her childhood watching her mom trying to keep the family afloat, and as well as her desire to get into teaching uh, at a point in her life when she was already a mom and it was a struggle to do so. And I think those experiences really matter to the people's ability to govern. And I know historically having kids has held women back from becoming involved in politics because historically women have been the default parent in terms of keep like holding the fort down at home and we haven't had uh, just the ability to, you know, have as aggressive uh, of a career in the world. And so it's exciting to see these women be able to do that and now use their experience as moms to influence how they govern. And I think that's really exciting. I think especially in uh, 2019, 2020, when we have so much of our uh, infrastructure, social safety nets seems to be <laughs> crumbling and under attack. Um, I think it's really exciting to see women who know how deeply these decisions around our bodies and our families affect our lives and how dire it is financially, emotionally, when you're trying to provide for a child and nurture them. Um these politics make these policies make an enormous difference, and I think any mom on a limited income can understand that. Um, so I'm really excited to see that be a part of the race. I I am at a point in my life, especially after the last election, where I think not only um, should women be allowed to run, but I think we're getting to a point historically where we really do need a female leader. I think. 
there is a lot of perspective that needs to be brought into these national conversations. Uh, I'm very excited with all of the women who have come into Congress in the last couple of years and who are shifting these discussions, these women who are incredibly capable, who are on top of their game. Um, Like they say, if you want something done, you ask a busy mom. These are people who know how to juggle things. And in this article, uh, Rebecca Traster alludes to uh, one of the candidates, and I, th- I think it might be Nancy Pelosi, sorry, she, who is not a candidate actually, but a woman in politics who is talking about how being a mom helped her learn how to juggle and delegate. And it really is, I think, a tremendous skill set that um, moms and women have that is untapped. And I think the roles... Uh, women and other people perform in our country as caretakers should not be undermined as sort of a side uh, issue to the important issues. These are the issues, how we take care of each other as a society, how we take care of our children, how we raise the next generation and lead them to become uh, better members of society, better leaders, et cetera. I think that's really central to (laughs) what we should be trying to do as a country. And so um, I'm pretty excited about it. I'm really hoping um, Elizabeth Warren gives me a call on the phone. She has been doing a thing where she calls people randomly who have donated to her campaign, and I think that's very exciting to see her really connect with people and care uh, about what's affecting them day to day. I have a lot I would like to talk to her about, about the way I have seen women in my community affected by various issues before and during Me Too, the ways that women are affected by abusers and predators uh, in the community and at home, the ways that the legal system as it is currently fails them. Um, these are conversations that we need to change culturally, and they're also, I think, need to be reflected much more heavily in our laws because I just um, and I'm continuing to see on a daily basis the way the women and moms around me are affected by things like this and the ways that those struggles feel so invisible to our current power structures, I think, is pretty heartbreaking. Uh, it's hard to watch. It's it, it's hard. It's hard to watch your friends suffer. I think, as many women know, and I think what keeps me going and what is incredibly inspiring is the way uh, the women in my communities and my online communities and my friend groups are constantly supporting each other, trying to navigate these issues. Um, we're trying to hack them. Trying to build our own support systems for things that uh, honestly should be better supported by our government through various uh, social safety nets, policies, uh, et cetera. And I I know there are so many women out there feeling the same way, feeling just sort of helpless to help the women around them in the way that they should be helped. And they're you know, I don't have all the answers of how we fix these things. You know, how do we <laughs> fix uh, our broken police system? How do we fix so many things that have been historically run by men who don't always give much thought to the well-being of the women around them? 
Um, and I say that, you know, I'm, I'm really not trying to be like, I hate all men. We, I, we all have our blind spots and you can't have a homogenous government run mostly by white men who are not experiencing the issues that other people are experiencing. Um, and so I really want to see women in government and not just women, but, you know, people of color, LGBTQ people, trans people, uh, disabled people. I want all of these people reflected in our government, and I want them to be able to speak properly to the issues that affect them. Because what I feel like has become very apparent in the last few years is that we have um, people who check, check a box on a form. You know, you can say you're pro-choice. You can say you care about teachers. You can say, et cetera. Like, all of these things, you can say you care about them. But in terms of understanding how these issues need to be addressed or at least having a degree of passion for resolving these issues and finding the solution and talking to the right people to find that solution, that I do think requires a degree of representation from the people who are actually affected by these issues. And so um, I very much would like to see a mom (laughs) in the White House after this next election. But I will get off my high horse. Um, I hope, uh, I would actually be interested in uh, the moms or the dads listening uh, to hear your thoughts on the issues that most matter to you during the 2020 election. Because we, as much as we seem to stand uh, at the rock bottom of our uh, country's addiction to capitalism. I think there we're, we have a real jumping off point here and an opportunity to turn things around. Um, I There was an article years ago um, around when Obama was being elected talking about how um, we don't get female CEOs or people of color as CEOs unless a company is really failing. And uh, that's just – it seems to be the only time when minorities are given the opportunity to be in positions of authority is when the people have sort of already given up on the entity in question. And so I am seeing our country's current state as a real opportunity for someone to seize the reins. Um, and uh, it's exciting and scary, and um, I'm hoping we can – have some more respectful debates about this this election than we did last time. I think it was a, a, a pretty stressful one last time. But um, I am hopeful, uh, maybe more hopeful than I should be. But um, happy to hear your thoughts on this. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially 
especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Before we wrap up this shorter than normal normal episode, um, I just listened to that that section the same as you all did, and uh, I don't want to add that much. You know, um, obviously these are important conversations to have, and uh, and uh, they can be really difficult uh, because we're so wrapped up. It's it's so hard not to, especially with the internet these days, blah, 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 to, to let these, um, let these, uh, topics become part of our identity. And then when you hear somebody saying something that's not exactly what you believe, you can't help but feel like somebody is telling you that your core identity is, is, is wrong. And then we get on the defensive and we attack. And you all know, uh, especially the state of politics being more polarized than ever, that that emotional element to all of this is, is so heightened. Um, and that's not to downplay any of the issues um, that, that, that you believe in. But I know personally, I, I am having a really hard time um, not see, even though what I'm up to say, I'm just trying to say very carefully, I'm going to say something and then I'm going to disclaim it a little bit of not letting my, I was going to say emotions, um, get in the way, but that sort of downplays the, the, the fact that these are emotional topics that do matter, but not letting my sense of, uh, of egotistical identity, like wanting to be perceived as correct. Um, that, that need to appear intelligent and to appear like you know what you're talking about. For me personally, I have found really gets in the way of learning something new. You know, and Beth and I don't, um, we, we have very similar values. We don't always agree on policy 
um, and, 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 you know, candidates and, and all that. Um, uh, but it's important to be able to, uh, for myself to put my own ego aside and to admit my ignorance about things in the hopes of really learning something and knowing that if you learn something, um, new from from somebody or if somebody gives you their opinion they tell you something you haven't heard before um being open to hearing it is not committing you to embracing that full um point of view and a lot of times i know myself it, it could feel like i need to i need to decide now whether this is relevant as opposed to let all this come in let this information in these in these points of view come into your brain and know that if ultimately they don't, if you don't endorse them in the end, um, they're healthy. It's healthy to have it in there. Uh, so the more I have an emotional reaction to something, um, the more I try to let it, let it still come to me, still exist in my brain. And then I, I, I know that I, I can let it go. Um, and that's part of the process. And so I'm trying really hard to be open and, and to do my homework and to try to find a variety of, of uh, sources and to understand what these sources are and, and to talk to people that I trust um, and admit my ignorance about things and ask questions. It's so much easier not to. Um, and I, I find myself, because I get overwhelmed, I'm sure many people do, by social media especially, I can't, uh, I latch on to everything in a really terrible way. So I'm trying to find a healthy way um, to, to get there. Anyway, that was a longer on that than I meant to. Um, uh, but just to echo uh, one simple thing that Beth is saying, which is the importance Along these same lines, the importance of uh, a diversity of experiences um, to have uh, different voices in the room affecting change is incredibly important because you don't know what you don't know uh, if you haven't lived a certain kind of life. And so having people in the room um, from places and experiences that are not typical to people in office, people in power, um, I think is, and, and I, ag I agree with Beth, um, really important. I am very excited about the idea of having a, a woman be president. Um, not because men are bad, not because their perspectives are invalid. Um, of course not. Everyone's experiences are valid. Um, but when you get a very one-sided view of things, you, it's easy to not know what you don't know. Um, so I am excited and, and hopeful about that. Oh boy, this has been another episode of We Knows Parenting. We, we did it. It's the double solo crazy mixed bag episode. We'll be back next week with a regular episode. Um, thank you for joining us. You can, of course, 
Um, write in with your opinions, questions, comments, uh, would you knows scenarios uh, to we knows pod at gmail.com. You can also go to our website, we knows parenting.com um, to check out our call in number or to buy some merch. You can find us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at we knows pod. And guys, have yourself an awesome Memorial Day weekend. Bye. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a Day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.